So the big question is this. How do you lose all the weight that you want and actually keep it off for the rest of your life while trying to make sense of all the noise that comes from the weight loss industry? That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. G'day everybody and welcome to the next episode in the Weight Loss Secrets Podcast. I'm excited again for you to be with me. My name is Baron Grant. For those who have just jumped on as your first episode, um, or if you've been with me for the last few, welcome again. Um, I want to start off by telling a quick story. So this morning, I picked up my son from a camp that he was away for with our church. And so he was gone for the whole week. And when I picked him up, I told him that I'd started a podcast. He goes, oh, for real? <laughs> this week? Um, and then he said to me, uh, I spoke to him that I'm doing a video as well as, you know, putting it online as well as an audio file. And he said, well, are you recording yourself like with headphones on and a microphone in front of your dad? Because that's how the cool kids do it. That's how they do it on the list cloggers. And that's how they do it on, he started naming off all these podcasts. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm not. I'm not cool. I just wear a lapel mic and talk to the camera. That's it. That's that's all I do. So it was just funny. He goes, you've got to do it like the cool guys with the headphones on. So um, I hope the volume is good and the sound is quality is okay. Uh, but I don't, I don't think very well when I'm sitting down. So this is the way I like to roll. <laughs> so today's session is about actively living. And I want to start off by telling a short story. I remember I used to work in a corporate job many years ago. I used to work for the Yellow Pages. And you know, we would sit and do sales calls all day trying to sell advertising space in the Yellow Pages, which seems very redundant now um, because you know, when was the last time you picked up a book of the Yellow Pages? I wouldn't have thought for a long time. But in that um, experience, I had a good mate of mine there. His name was Matt. And early days, we would go for a walk most lunchtimes. We'd go for a big walk around the city and, and come back after we'd eat on our lunch. Now, Matt was a ripper, right? So Matt used to say to me, sometimes I'd walk to the lift and he'd be like, what are you doing, bro? Active living, active living. It was this thing that he said all the time and it sort of has stuck with me ever since. And so every opportunity he would take the stairs as opposed to taking the lift. And it's made me really think about how can we actively live in a society where we are sedentary for a lot of the day? Now, I'm not talking about people who are working active jobs all day, you know, tradies and things like that. They're out on the tools and they're busting their gut all day. Amazing, right? But lots of us, the vast majority of us in some cases, are working in offices where we don't move very much. And because of that, that causes our bodies to not function quite as well as they really should, if we're really honest about it. So it's not super healthy for us to be sitting in front of a a desk all day, and then frequently for most people that I talk to, they then move from that desk that they've been at all morning or all day, and they go home and they watch Netflix. And so I want you to think right now and analyze your life and where you're at. How active are you right now? Just keep that thought in your head. My wife Davina used to live in Samoa. And so she lived in, in Western Samoa for a couple of years when she was, I think, between the ages of 16 and 18, somewhere around that that age. And she often speaks about how active the people in Samoa were just throughout the day because they had to till the ground. They worked on the ground. She's like, I would always see people climbing coconut trees. And you, so she saw these people actively living all the time. And that's a very different lifestyle than the lifestyle we live here, right? In Western culture, um, and, and in a lot of culture now, because everything's so modernized, 
is that we, we sit a lot, we watch TV a lot, we play computer games a lot, we you know, are sitting in front of a screen for many hours a day and, and now if we're not sitting watching television, we might be sitting on our phone and we can't do much exercise while we're sitting on our phone flicking. So I want you to really take stock at how active you are in your life. Activity burns calories. Not as fast as food, food is always the king, but it does burn calories and daily active living will make a huge difference to your ability to not only lose weight, but to stay a healthy weight. So what are some of the things that you're doing where you're not moving, but you could change some things so you start moving? So here's a couple of things to think about. When I used to go to the gym, before I owned my gym, so many, many years ago, I was always fascinated by uh, the car park. So people would arrive at the car park at six o'clock in the morning, and they would find the closest park in this huge, massive car park. They'd find the closest park next to the front door of the gym because it's offensive to walk from one end of the car park <laughs> to the front door so you can go inside and walk on a treadmill. It just the concept is really fascinating of we try to find the easiest way to have less movement. So where do you drive in your car that you could reasonably ride or walk? Could you, could you change that? A, um, a friend of mine and my doctor and physio actually, Mitch Anderson, he is a, well, was a professional cyclist and current holder of the 24-hour and 12-hour world record, world record cycles. Um, the guy's crazy cakes in a good way. But he uses his bike to get to work, push bike. So he rides his work, he uses his bike as his transport. He doesn't use a car. And we might look at him and sort of go, but he's a fitness freak. Well, it's choices that he's making to be fit and healthy. And so he's making those choices every day. What choices can you make to be more healthy? Where could you walk to instead of drive? Where could you ride to instead of drive? Where could you go and get your food from and actually walk a little bit rather than getting Ubered in? And that's another great example. I mean, I had a couple in Sydney that, that I've worked with on my program and they showed me their Uber Eats bill um, and it's off the chain. I've never seen anything like it in my life. You know, sometimes they would order chocolate and lollies in and it cost them 30 bucks and they'd have, you know, three or four bags of lollies delivered to their house because they didn't want to leave the house, right? So that sort of stuff has become such an ingrained part of society that has caused us to be less and less active even though we weren't very active anyway and all these things are becoming easier so we can deliberately become less active. Here's the top of the tree for me. I have this discussion with my kids all the time about Krispy Kreme donuts. So Krispy Kreme donuts are very high in calories. I think they're terrible myself. I'm not a big fan, but my kids are big fans, right? They love them. Um, but I'm always amazed at the lineup to buy a donut in the drive-thru. And I just look at that and I go, where have we come as a society that we can't even get out of our car and walk into the shop to buy something? We will stay firmly planted in our car so that someone can pass that unhealthy donut through the window so we can eat it. And by the way, there's nearly 200 calories in one Krispy Kreme donut. So that's a significant amount of calories that you're contributing to your daily intake. If you remember my podcast, my last podcast, which was about your BMR, that's a big chunk, one of those, but we'll talk more about that, that sort of food later on. But um, love them or hate them, it doesn't matter. 
um, they're high in calories. And so we've got to be careful eating that stuff. But my point is, going through a drive-through to get our food, it's convenient, yes. But convenience is what's caused 70% of Australia to become overweight. Convenience in our food, convenience in our activity levels, convenience in everything. So take stock right now. How many hours a day do you watch TV? How many hours a day do you are you on your computer? How many hours a day you're on your phone? And I'm not saying this for any other reason than how many hours a day are you not moving? Are you not active? When someone talks to you about exercise, what is the internal gut response that you get? Is it Ugh, exercise or is it, yeah, I want to get out and get it done? What's that feeling you get in your gut when someone talks to you about exercise? I want to finish off by telling a quick story about a lady that I worked with. Her name was Lorraine, absolute champion lady. She called me oh, it's a few years ago now, but she was 73 years old when she started working with me on the program. And I said, Lorraine, I want you to walk 12,000 steps a day. And she's like, what? 12,000? Get stuffed. She said something along those lines. Mind you, this is, a, this is the um, response I get from lots of people when I tell them they've got to walk every day. You've got to deliberately get out, of, get out, get off your bum and go for a walk. She said to me, Baron, you're talking to a woman who won't get off her butt to walk to the letterbox. And so anyway, we had a bit of a laugh about that. But Lorraine said, all right, I'll do it, whatever. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, and so she went and started walking every day. Something switched in her brain. This is a 73-year-old lady that started walking who was opposed to it at the start. But as the program progressed, she became less and less opposed to it. Why? Because her body felt so freaking good. And so she changed. And she started walking more and more and more. Forget the 12,000 steps. She started going ridiculous amounts. I never asked her to do this much, but I was amazed at what she did. This is a, by this time, at the end of the program, I think she turned 74 just after the program finished, whenever it was. As a 74-year-old lady, I spoke to her on the phone and she was now walking every day, 11 kilometers in the morning and 11 kilometers at night. Not because anyone was telling her to, but because she realized how good it felt to do that. She'd lost all the weight she wanted, that was no problems. But she was now got this active living, active lifestyle. 22 kilometers a day as a 74-year-old. And funny story to add to the end, I think it was a year or so later, she called me on the phone and she said, hey, Baron, I've got shin splints. And I was like, um, how much are you walking, Lorraine? And she said, oh, you know, I'm walking, I'm walking 20, sometimes 22, sometimes 25 kilometers a day. And the doctor said, I shouldn't walk too much because I've got shin splints. And I said, well, you probably should back it off a little bit. She goes, oh, I'll back it off, but I'm not stopping walking. I love it, you know? And so she's like, I'm still walking every day. I'll still walk, I'll probably walk 15 games a day. But, that, but she felt so good inside and so good in her mind and felt in so much control of her body that that's the reward. We think the number on the scales is the reward. That's not the reward. The reward is how you feel inside. And Lorraine had that in spades. But at the start, she had that gut reaction that some of you might have when people mention exercise. And that is like, oh man, I can't do it. It's too hard. I feel crap when I exercise, whatever. But when you start doing it, you feel so much better. When you're actively living, you're doing, you'll feel so much better. So my challenge for you as you go away today is this. Find ways that you can move. Find ways that you can do things that are maybe harder than what they were in the past. Don't try to find the most convenient and easiest way that you can do nothing. 
try and find the way that you can move more, not move less. That's the challenge for today. Go get it done. I can't wait to talk to you on the next podcast. Thank <laughs> you.